logos and or brand names on clothing, apparel, luggage, and so on. So everything from like a Lacoste uh, crocodile. Um, I remember, for example, when I was a kid, I really wanted a Bugle Boy shirt. Like, I thought they were so cool, right? Pardon me, are those Bugle Boy jeans you're wearing? Right. My friend had a Bugle Boy shirt. I thought he was cool. I wanted a Bugle Boy shirt. So I told my parents I want a Bugle Boy shirt. Now, first of all, I'm sure that was outside of our, like, you know, it was more expensive than they would normally want to spend on a shirt for me. Not that it would be prohibitive, just like, you know, it would be, like, considered kind of a more expensive shirt. The sort of thing where it's like, well, if, if he needs it for some reason, if it's a nice shirt or something, fine, then we'll, we'll do that. But it's, you know, it's not something you just do casually. Mm-hmm. But I remember my dad had this um, memorable reaction. He's like, no, you're not getting a Bugle Boy shirt. And I remember what he said. You're not going to walk around as a billboard for another company. I'm not going to pay for you to walk around as a billboard. That's what oh, it was. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So he had this sort of God, moral so argument. Uh, I'm not going to pay to have you walk around uh, as a billboard. That's such a, that's such a Midwestern dad argument. It I kind of it is, right? And I, I remember at the so time much. being like, as long dad, as you don't understand. Yeah, as long as you're living under my roof. Did yeah. you say it like that too? Yeah. Okay. My roof. Yeah. Uh, and what's funny is at the time I felt like, he is being obtuse, and he's misunder he is he is misrepresenting either deliberately or otherwise. Um, this is about yes, I understand that. Like I get, I follow your logic. I get that it is yeah, kind of technically you're walking around as a billboard, and it, and and you could imagine like they would pay you versus you paying them, and I like I get I get it, Dad, but it's still cool. Yeah, for any for for whatever reasons we could tease apart if we really want to get go down that uh, road. It's still cool, and I want to be cool, so I want a Bugle Boy shirt. But of course, but whatever, we didn't have that conversation. That's just what, what went through my head. And yet, now I'm an adult, and just taste-wise, not for... So therefore, if somebody said to me, like, oh, this thing is cool, like within, you know, kids these days are wearing a particular kind of shirt or whatever, yeah. and I don't get it, like, I think it's stupid, I would still respect, like, yeah, but... It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter whether I think it's cool or stupid. You guys think it's cool, so it has some currency in you among you and your peers. Um, nevertheless, I have become, for what I feel like are re- different reasons than my father, very sensitive to uh, branding of almost any kind on my clothing. Like I want good clothes and apparel and so on, um, and I hate the idea of there being any of people even being able to detect what company it is that I'm wearing. Uh, so when I was when I was in uh, my first apartment in New York, my second apartment in New York, and I was living in this village, and I'd, I'd watch this like PBS documentary or Frontline special about advertising and marketing and the, the pernicious effect it was having on our culture, and uh, I, uh, as somewhat tongue in cheek, but um, but I actually did do it. I went, I took a, a roll of duct tape, and I went around the apartment. And I covered up every brand label. Ah, interesting. Like so, it put uh, duct tape over like the Sony on the sure, TV right. and on the soap in the you know bathroom and right. the shower and all the th- all those kind of things. And even I put uh, duct tape um, uh, on the inside of the duct tape roll. Oh, to cover up the duct tape brand. Perfect. Yeah, that's a, that's a that, yeah. Um, and it last there. I remember. I think I had an alarm clock that went with me to to many. Uh, apartments after that for years that still had, had the duct tape the duct tape over it. That's and, interesting. And, and, and it was just a tongue in cheek sure. funny thing. But um was, but, it, was it more than you thought? What? The the amount of duct tape coverage. Uh like was it a lot? Was it like if you looked around you'd see duct tape bits everywhere? No, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't 
gross, okay. uh, you know, but but it was it was just as a way, but it did bring awareness to right. how much so in, brands um, are everywhere. in uh, Marie Kondo's book, the life changing magic of tidying up. Mm-hmm. She recommends taking where possible, like uh, for like toiletries and stuff, taking labels off because, and I I think this is you know I think this is true, you know words draw your attention. You can't help but like it's almost as if they're like beaming thoughts into your brain, right? Yeah. So you see the word, you know, uh, dove on, on a bar of soap on the, or whatever. It's, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You just put the word dove in my head. Um, so and she it, says, it's clouding your brain. Yeah. And that's, she says like, well, you know, t- if you don't need, if you need the label, sh- sure, leave it. But like, if you don't need the label, you know what your de- deodorant and your, um, you know, your lotion and whatever the th- other things are in your, um, cabinet are, take those labels off. And so when I read the book, I was like, oh, this is a try. So I tried that. And at first it felt crazy. Cause it's like you have, and then I got used to it. And it feels weird when I buy a new lotion or whatever. Like, I feel this need to peel the label off because mm. I've gotten used to the sort of naked bottle that's just, I just know it's like, oh, it's, it's the bottle that's that, that color and that shape, and that's what I'm used to. But I like the quietness of a label-free yeah. container. It's yeah, nice. and, I, and I feel like, uh, uh, I remember being at a, uh, visiting a friend's very, very nice apartment, very, very lovely apartment, um, and then went into the bathroom and it had one of those really uh, like uh, cheap bottles of hand soap dispenser. Oh, interesting! And it was like right. it, 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 it's it incongruous might, with the nice apartment. It was like soap, whatever. But it was like a soap the store sto- brand. Yeah, no, but it was like soft the store soap. soft soap. But it was like no, it was like the the Walgreens version <laughs> of the soft soap. So right. you, even the soft soap alone, no, there's a there's a high end version of this you get. You know uh-huh. that that you just know it when you see it. Like you go know, to the bathroom in a nice restaurant or right. a nice like hipster place, and they have the one that looks like a came out of a farmer's catalog from 1890 or uh-huh. something, you know, like, so there's that high-end version. Um, but then, and this was even just like the store brand of the, I mean, it was, and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, oh, and, <laughs> right. then, um, and so I actually, so, <laughs> so, uh, you snob, <laughs> yeah, uh, and more because it's like, well, if you, if, if <laughs> not because more because of to your point and the the kind of Marie Kondo point of um, these labels and these uh, these brands are now uh, uh, mucking up this otherwise beautiful bathroom right and it's it's distracting and it's cre- it's creating uh, it's introducing something new into my mind well, it's space. It's like an ad almost. Yeah. And I mean that in the sense, not like, like oh, yeah, obviously, like, literally, like, it's an ad. Well, like your dad meant about your... Uh, it's a billboard. Your, yeah, billboard, yeah. Yeah, and I look at it like the way an ad, like you want to watch a video on YouTube and you got to watch five seconds of an ad. And it's like, yeah, it's just five seconds. But it's like, well, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. Right? It's just this It's just this interlude. Like imagine if you're having a dinner party and the neighbor pops in and wants to chat about something unrelated. And it's like, this is this is unwelcome right now. Right. Oh, speaking of YouTube, real quick, just what, what really grinds my gears. Not only I, I don't mind the at like that you have to watch five seconds. That I get, and I'm willing to do that. But then when you're playing it, and then all these other things yes. start popping up that's, on the screen. I don't know if that's new, but I just noticed. And it it's recently. like, and then you, like, what are you doing? Wait, no, and now I have to go actively go and X out all these other boxes to subscribe. And you might also like this and this right. in the middle of the video. And it's, I'm like, no, I just want to stop it. You can tell me before or I, after, but in I, the video, so I, I stop watching videos now. I, I'll, oh, I'll stop right? videos with. I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't yeah. care that much. Kill it. I just, I, I, I'll shut it all down. Yeah, um, it's not worth it. It's not, totally not worth it. Uh, no video is worth watching with the little pop-ups popping up like that. Um, no, but so the the uh, back to the the, the soap dispenser. Uh, I actually, so I got um, 
I got on Etsy and we got 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 us uh, a nice little kind of re- refillable bottle mm-hmm. um, of soap. And so I just you know use whatever concentrate yep. foaming soap thing. And I really like that. And I actually have an yeah because it feels like a permanent thing. The same way it's like you don't eat with disposable utensils every meal. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I I actually don't understand. I've had this idea for years now, just in the back of my head, um, and and maybe now it could work with like uh, the logistics improvements um, of. You know, we used to have milkmen that would deliver milk in, in, in those. Oh, I remember. Uh, well, no, I, I only know because my mom actually talked about it. And we, we, uh, I'm remembering a particular painting that was in our house of, like, a guy delivering the milk. Yeah. It was, like, a quaint, yeah, yeah. you know, anyway. Um, and they would deliver the milk, and then they would you would leave out uh, outside yeah. your empty bottles. And so I, I imagine, think about all the disposable th- goods we have. Right. I think about all of your toiletries. Um, let's start with toiletries okay. and, and not go into, not even get into food and things like that, but toiletries. Um, so all your lotions and soaps and shampoos and conditioners and everything else that, you know, women use in the, and, and they all come in these plastic bottles or, or, or devices. You use them once and you throw them out or you recycle them, but, you know, probably a lot of them get thrown out. Just throw them um, right into the mouth of a seagull. But it could we get to a a, a, a place where... You do have beautiful, beautifully designed bottles for dispensing all these different types of things that uh, that you either get a ref- now getting a big uh, like a refillable bag to refill them might not solve the problem. What are you? I, I'm not like walk me through as an example of like let's say toothpaste. Toothpaste. How would this work? Maybe toothpaste is the wrong. Maybe different. Uh, uh, depending uh, on the dispenser. Face lotion. Uh, so a face lotion. Like in other words, the dispenser is a big part of what you're buying, right? Right. Like something you get a nice, beautiful design. You know, d- beautifully functionary uh, uh, that works well. Bottle or dispenser for face lotion. Okay. And then instead of it getting, instead of you getting then an even bigger. Uh, disposable refillable thing that you use to refill on your own you you ship back you always you so always keep on getting container it. is re, it's a reusable container that you swap out with a new filled one yeah so the the two options for this are you have one permanent lo- right, uh, that container you own, that and, you own and, and then somehow you maybe take all your right. containers in a in a box to the store and go up to a big tub and it refills the toothpaste well, we, so and the we shampoo. do a version of this with uh, laundry detergent so we use like this method detergent and so we have a little pump thingy that you know you can squirt you know a certain number of uh so it's like a concentrate so it's like five squirts or something squirt or squirt but then you get this larger container that's a bag so theoretically that is um a sort of packaging efficient way of doing it and you just you fill it up it's it's built it's intended to be this way right so we do that um i don't think there is a and I imagine you could, you could do a permanent squirty bottle, right? You could, right. You could that could just be a bottle. Um, but there's some things like I don't know. There's some things where part of what I like, and I I I am all for like reducing garbage and all all that. But like when I buy face cream, or something, that's a bad example. But like um, deodorant, right? Mm. Like what's the refillable version of deodorant that doesn't gross people out? Right. So I'm not sure about I'm not sure if those work for everything. And maybe right. but think about most of the uh, the deodorant, uh, the refillable part, uh-huh. like the container itself, it, it could be 
reusable well, yeah, and it's just and, and the so in that version like i'm i'm much more fan of like a swap model where like so you have the milkman right so you yep. have this you have whoever this 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 like uh you know uber driver of the future who comes and and picks up or drops off you give them instead of putting in the garbage you put your deodorant content because like when you're finished with deodorant you still have what feels like a lot of material left you yeah. have this whole cartridge that yeah you put it in the re- plastic recycling but come on um so what you're saying is unless it broke or something you give it back to the to this service and then when you get your new one and theoretically it's a refurbished one it's just you know refurbished to the point where you don't notice a difference right and so well i would say there i would say there's let's put these in three different categories okay um so there is the um the the method soap and that's actually i wasn't going to mention method but method is the the, the hand soap that i have so that okay. i have a i have a permanent hand soap dispenser that's mine that stays on the shelf with method. and then i have this bigger bottle of concentrated hand soap things that i get every couple of months from method and put it in to refill okay right. so that's that's the permanent okay. i don't know what Re- you call it refill that. your own container refill your own container um, but you're still then at the end of that i still have this plastic bag yeah, that i have to it, throw out you have it less frequently but yes right uh, option two is uh, you um, swap out your uh, and you get it refurbished. Okay, so right. you send it back and you get, but that means you're always getting a refurbished one, and that kind but, of. But that's the standard, and so something in the way it's done needs to make it feel like, you know, the one you get feels nice enough, new right. enough. Right, and and I don't, I just don't know how I feel. It, well, it, okay, so it, another example is like imagine um I don't know a box of oranges, right? Like, you don't care if that box you're receiving them in, somebody else used for oranges, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, imagine a, you know, a box of oranges. I'm, we, I'm trying to picture a box. I mean, I, I think of... Ba- you know what a box is? I know what a box is. Do you know what oranges are? I know what oranges are. So, can you imagine um, a box full of oranges? <sighs> what wooden kind of box? box? A wooden box. Like a little, one of those little crates? Those crates. Those little crates. Yeah. Are, there, are right. those reused? What, what if I told you they were? I mean... It doesn't matter. That's my point, is that you can't tell the difference between if I told you, oh, yeah, every single one of those is refurbished versus, no, every one of those is brand new. Like, the fact is, if it doesn't affect you, who cares? So even if it were something that feels like weirdly personal, like deodorant, it's like, yeah, but if you can't tell the difference, who cares? Right. Anyway, you were saying... There's uh, refill your own container. There's re- refurbish. Uh, uh, yeah, re- re- refill- refurbish is the new is new every right. time. Um, and and I, I, and then there is this. Um, maybe you always have two versions of the container. Mm-hmm. Um, one that you're using, and then one that's being refilled by the company. So those are two that you own. You got them new. But there's like one that's out and one that's in. Yeah, one that's out and one that's in. So one that so you you're not ship just getting out. some other randos refurbished right, version. It's you're your, yours. You're getting yours. It's just that your toothpaste container is in the shop and you're using your current your your toothpaste container here. Yeah. So so actually, and I'm going to introduce a fourth uh, category. Okay. So the, again, just to recap. So the first category <laughs> is you have one container yeah. that you refill and it never leaves at, your home. It that doesn't leave your home that you bring in with a larger refilled container. Right. To but, fill it. but with disposable containers of concentrate of yes. whatever this thing is. Yes. The option two is everybody just gets refurbished and they're always right. setting back to recycle the, the, right. the component parts. Option three is you have two versions that you own or more than two, but it's, it's, it's like you're cycling, you're cycling through the, the a limited the, the number that you own that are yours that are going, being shipped out to the company to be refilled and coming back to you. Uh, but I'm introducing a fourth one, which is um, a, uh, a store that you go to 
with your, you have, it's version of the first one, you have your own container. Mm-hmm. You're going to refill your own permanent container. But you take your containers all together out into the store and hook them up to a machine that refills them for you so there's not the waste of this. Are you imagine this in a food scenario or in like a toiletry scenario? Um, uh, possibly both. And how do you do this with like paper towels? Are we imagining liquids? Are we always uh, imagining liquids? I'm imagining liquids. I'm not imagining paper towels. Okay. So this isn't solving all problems. Oh. Right? No one even talking about this. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm imagining, no, you're, you're imagining like what, like you get your <laughs> all things liquid. Is that that's, yeah? Or that's maybe you have, you have your little cart that you go to the store and it and everything fits in it. Uh-huh. And then you go up. Okay, that's I'm now going to get my toothpaste here. Uh-huh. I'm gonna and there's gonna be it's think of it like a frozen yogurt machine okay. of like okay. of like that right, you hook up all your things. Or uh-huh. maybe there's a person behind the counter that does it, or a robot that does it for you. Uh-huh. But you say here are all my things. Right. I'm going to the big store that has it not it's, it's just a storefront right that right. has all the all the things all the products of the face lotion right the, the tooth so they, they maintain a big stainless steel tub of face lotion right that you come in you hook up your your tub to yeah. and yeah. it fills it up yeah okay and i can come back and yeah okay so that's that that strikes me as the most packaging free version yeah i mean you're you're taking on the transport costs in that case because you got to go to the right thing. you know no, or that's, i guess they could come to you they could be on a truck i don't know yeah, now you're talking. No, but I mean, in this idea though of, uh, yeah, how do we minimize the amount of stuff that we have and the amount of waste that we produce? Well, I think else? that's a. I think that the real answer to that is is like the most complicated situation. It's a multi-faceted solution, right. right? It comes from. But I do think it's important. Or one thing I would like to see is pushing the cost of the externalities of garbage onto the manufacturers because consumers get shamed all the time of oh you're not recycling enough. And it's like, well, okay, but <laughs> the people producing these things are generating garbage that the rest of us have to clean up that they're not paying for. So I think the cost, if you want to use single-use plastic containers and so on, the cost of doing that should include the cost of either disposing of them or cleaning up them after they don't get disposed. Hmm. And we should introduce those as um, the same way you have to pay for, uh, you know, you pay for air pollution. If you're a, a polluter, you should have to pay for you should, the cost of using non-biodegradable, bad-for-the-environment packaging should be much higher. I agree with that. Next topic.